Midday Treat with NAZ Elite, a monthly podcast in which I chat with Hoka NAZ Elite team members, and you'll get a behind-the-scenes scoop on their training, racing, and everyday lives. I'm your host, Eric Sensman. You can find our monthly podcast on SoundCloud uh, by searching Hoka NAZ Elite, and you can learn more about the faces behind the team uh, by visiting their website, nazelite.com, their Facebook page, Northern Arizona Elite, or their Instagram and Twitter, both at naz underscore elite. All right, welcome to this episode of Midday Treat with NAZ Elite. Uh, I am here to welcome one of uh, four new athletes to the NAZ Elite team, uh, Kia Dandena. You got it right. Got it right. That feels good. Um, Kia, good to have you. How you doing? Thank you for having me. I'm doing excellent. Good, man. Uh, so, we got a lot to cover here. Um, discussing some of Kia's past. Uh, how we got to NAZ Elite going forward. Um, so, first and foremost, you grew up in Ethiopia, but you didn't run, which doesn't make any sense. No, no. Uh, yeah, um, I grew up in Ethiopia. We moved uh, back to the States when I was 14, um, 2004 or so. Um, yeah, um, actually growing up in Ethiopia, um, I was more into soccer than uh, running. Um, the only time we would um, watch running was whenever the Olympic Games uh, uh, were like televised and stuff right. like that, uh-huh. and uh, we would watch, you know, Haile Gebrselassie and those guys uh, dominating. So and that that I was in, and uh, yeah, so soccer was huge. Um, running was um, pretty much really didn't uh, exist besides the elite runners. And w- so that was true, not only for I guess you and your sort of circle, but like in general where you grew up, soccer was a much bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so um, growing up, you know, when we watch TV, like every 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 time we turn on the TV, there's like a soccer match. Okay. So um, we would play in school, um, after school, and stuff like that. And, uh, same thing as like here in America is like you know basketball is a big deal, um, or football. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, back home was soccer. Um, yeah, thinking about it now, it's kind of like crazy how like uh, how successful we are in running, uh-huh. and not that many people really, um, uh, yeah, run there. Right. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. So, do, does in Ethiopia are there are quite a few professional soccer leagues? Like. Yeah, there is. There is. Um, you also get to play it in school as well. Okay. But running, like, there's no, you know, like. Um, uh, like high school running like here or middle school and stuff like that so you don't you don't you're not raised like running right more so of like playing soccer and seeing those guys sure play. did you did you find in soccer that you had a, a a penchant for the the running aspect of it like you were better than other people uh I, I don't know um not 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 really yeah running never crossed my mind until my senior year here in high school. Okay. So, yeah, 2007, 2006-2007. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, you, like you said, you ended up in Houston when you were 14, so I guess I was beginning of high school, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't until your senior year you actually ran, and it's because your high school counselor, counselor thought... Counselor, yeah. So, uh, we, you know, senior year we're in the process of, like, you know, um, um, filling out application for college and right. stuff like that, and... Um, 
Before that, I played basketball my um, sophomore year. Um, but then I was kind of getting, um, not necessarily bullied, but like it was just, you know, I, I didn't fit in. Mm -hmm. um, I was a little bit different than the rest of the guys. And when I came in, I kind of took a couple of guys' spots. So they weren't happy about that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just, you know, it was just too much work and I wasn't enjoying it. Um, but uh, when I was playing, like uh, when I go to the parks on the weekend and play with other people, like I felt more, um, you know, welcomed and yep. just enjoyed versus like playing at school. So I gave that one up uh, my junior year so I didn't get to do anything. Then senior year, we're uh, filling out applications and uh, my counselor suggested that, you know, it would be nice if we had like extra curriculum activities yep. and stuff like that. And um, you know, she, she suggested a couple options, and um, one of uh, my, my closest friend uh, was in the cross country team, but I had no idea what that meant right. at the time. Uh, but we were eating uh, lunch at the cafeteria, and um, I brought it up, and uh, one of my best friend was like, "Oh, like you know, you play basketball. I don't think running is like you know uh, <clears throat> a good option." for you maybe just go back to basketball and we're just going back and forth and uh we decided to kind of like um do like a bet where of to see who would run the furthest out of the group uh so we what, went was that what tryouts was like how far can you run um no i think they had just the regular uh, okay. tryouts yeah. but this was more so with like with our uh, right. friends so um i ended up missing the first day of tryouts because i had some school work and stuff like that so the next day, all my friends was just talking uh, uh, bad about like, you know, I didn't make it because, you know, I, was, I wasn't good at running and stuff like that. So I decided to go to the coach and ask if he was, you know, willing to give me one more try. Yeah. Um, and uh, we went out for a run. Um, I just started running with the group and just um, some of them turned around early. And the other ones were just kept going. So oh, okay. I was like, well, uh, I, I guess I'll just keep going because I wasn't tired. So I ended up, uh, I, I feel like it was eight miles, but I would just say seven miles. <laughs> so we did seven miles and we got back to the school and everyone was like, oh, uh, who are you? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just here to, you know, beat my friends. Uh, then, yeah, that, that's that's how running started Okay, for me. Yeah. So it, I guess... It, I think this remains true. Um, we'll get into your your decision to join NAZ Elite, but um, it sounds like the social aspect of the sport is kind of always what's drawn you to it. Pretty much, yeah. I feel like I met by far one of the best people in the world right. in this uh, running. Um, yeah, um, some of my best friends um, are from you know um, my college years, my teammates. Um, even after uh, college, I met with uh, I met a lot of great people that I still um, uh, keep in touch and call like you know best friends and friends. So yeah, <clears throat> nicer than basketball people. I oh, guess. <laughs> I don't I don't want to get to that conclusion, but uh, yeah, I've I've been a lucky person uh, running into like uh, so many great people, sure. and I try to keep that going and just uh, yeah. So I know. Um, we've talked and, and you've mentioned the fact that your your family and parents were um felt rightfully that academics were important so they wanted they wanted you to do well in school yeah. so you, you ended up going uh to a&m right so i ended up going to texas a&m kingsville kingsville um, that's right all the school that we applied was um out of state 
and uh, all the school that got back to me uh, you know uh, out of out of state tuition was mm. very expensive right and um, my parents weren't uh, too happy about that <laughs> and uh, I even like you know I, I didn't have a good um, uh, good times to go to like you know the teams and stuff like that right. to ask for a scholarship and stuff yeah. like that so those options weren't there at the time uh, so because um, for example you weren't you were like 1005 for the 3200 so okay. yeah so 3200 uh my pr was 1005 uh 1600 was 448 yeah. um and uh cross country 5k was uh 18 minute uh flat okay. i believe yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah the options were somewhat limited there was yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I believe some of the girls on our region or state ran a faster 1600 meters okay. than i did yeah so um but yeah. on but on one year one year of running i mean it's pretty good <laughs> yeah which is um yeah yeah so you know not having that much success early on kind of kept me going and kind of like you know i uh, learned more about the sport and just kept improving each year so. right yeah so i think yeah talking by the time you left college how just for perspective how much had those PRs improved when by the time you left college, I guess. So, uh, until my senior year in college, my 5K PR was 1524. Okay. So I didn't get to break 15 minutes until my senior year. Okay. Um, in college, I didn't get to break uh, 30 minutes uh, until my senior year. So my senior year was pretty much the accumulation of all those hard work and consistency sure. kind of sure. uh, um, got me to where. Uh, I am today still. Uh, so yeah, so I finished my college year with um, fourteen thirty-eight for the five k and uh, twenty-nine fifty-nine for the ten k. Yeah, just slipped yeah. under thirty. Just Great. slipped at, under thirty. <laughs> that was the craziest race. Uh, Where was that? Uh, we went to Mount Sac. Okay. Um, since I didn't have a good PR, uh, I didn't get in. But my coach at the time, we just flew in uh to california and went to mount sac and we were at the meet like almost all day i finally got in in the last heat okay. so you gotta imagine like we stayed at the track like the entire day i think the race doesn't didn't start until oh my god like i don't know 10 11 o'clock at night at night yeah oh, yeah man. yeah that was the last race and um when we started they messed up the clock so we were running a different split than what we were actually uh, <laughs> running. So like at the time, I knew I wasn't gonna get sub thirty, so uh -huh. it was disappointing. But you know, I gave it all, uh, all, and uh, ended up just running just under. So, hey, but you didn't realize that until you were done. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we were done. Yeah, I think when we finished, I was like thirty something, and I was like, ah, oh, man, I missed it with like you know a few seconds and stuff like that. But um, yeah. Um, I ended it my I ended my uh, college career with All American and cross country, which was um, uh, huge for me because I wanted to graduate at least having that All American. Sure. So um, in I that, was happy. in that, um, you were D Division Two. Division Two. Division okay. Two. Cool. Yeah. Um, I was in Lone Star Conference. So we had um, Abilene Christian, um, West Texas, and all of those guys were. Uh, yeah, there were way better than uh, I was but you know I always looked up to them so I kind of closed the gap by the my right. senior year yeah and I uh, was able to participate in uh, nationals and 
uh, got that All-American cross-country. Uh, track was a little bit trickier. There were a lot of people who were faster than me and sure. had a lot of opportunity to run fast races, so they were able to you know, qualify for nationals. But my only chance was Mossack, and that didn't really quite went uh, the way I wanted to, but still happy and grateful yeah. for and, the opportunity. You know, were those... Six, some of those six, so you set some marks for yourself 30 minutes for the 10k right. you wanted to get all american etc and you were able to do that is that what you know gave you the the motivation or the drive or the the hope that you could continue running after college yes uh, that and uh also not having the opportunity to be able to showcase my talent kind of pushed me to kind of pursue that and uh one day get that opportunity to kind of display those you know um hard work and talent so yeah still today like you know that keeps me going and sure. um yeah so you would have graduated what 2012 2012 2012 yeah. okay yeah. um and then was it let's see kind of your i guess you might call it more of a breakout race uh when you qualified for the trials that yes. was in Houston in 2014? 2014, correct, okay. yeah. Um, so right after graduation, I moved to Flagstaff. Um, I told myself, hey, I'll, we'll, we'll get this going. Uh, but uh, I stayed here for three months. I was having a hard time, um, you know, um, keeping up with the other people that I was running with. They were in a different uh, fitness level than I was and uh, got injured. So I went back home and... Uh, Houston is not necessarily a great place for um, an elite runner to kind of, you know, pursue that dream. Sure. Just because, you know, you don't have all of those um, access to, like, good trails and stuff like that. Um, so I was just having so many up and downs with, like, injuries and motivation and all of that stuff. And uh, 2014, my um, um, coach decided, you know, just give me one more chance to get you, you know, um, qualify to the trials and, uh, you know, you can call it a career, uh, uh, or whatever you want to do. So I was like, you know what, I'll give it everything I got. Uh, that summer I trained consistently. I was doing all the right things. Um, then was able to participate in that race through the local elite cause I didn't have a good, uh, enough time for the half to um, participate at the U.S. Championship. What was your previous PR? I would say 67 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you were shooting for under 65 at that time? Yes. For the standard? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I, I feel like the qualifying was, yeah, sub-65, even, even for the US, uh, U.S. Championship. I could be wrong. But um, I applied. I didn't get in. So my other option was, uh, since Houston hosted it, uh, they were doing this um, elite um, uh, spot for the Houston Half Marathon. So I got in through that. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, um, I thought that was going to be my day. Um, ended up getting tripped a mile two. Uh, hit the ground pretty hard. Uh, had a hip bruise after that. Um, I didn't realize that at the time, but like the next day, I, like, I could even like walk the stairs wow yeah it was uh pretty bad but fell down kind of missed out of the group that was running uh to get that uh standard so i was kind of um fell back and was running pretty much in like no man's land and um yeah i told i was like you know this is this might be my last race so i just uh give it all and then uh, next thing you know i just qualified just 
6444 I believe yep. yeah yeah just uh, just made it just under the trials then that gave me another motivation to keep running sure um, and um, yeah I, I feel like a fall like that in a big race can either I guess kind of shake off the cobwebs and get you to like relax like oh well that just happened so whatever i'll just go run hard and doesn't uh, matter now or or maybe it could demoralize you but i guess maybe the the former yeah yeah i believe so so there were some of the guys that i competed um in the houston area who were in that um group that was going for six uh sub 65 so i didn't feel like i belonged in there but like i felt like you know i've been consistently beating these guys so like you know if they they felt like they were capable of doing that so i was like i'll just run with them and like you know um if i beat them that, that means hopefully i'll get under uh, 65 so that was my goal like i yeah. never thought i would i was going to be able, capable of doing that but um yeah houston is a very fast course right. even with the fall kind of um i still had a chance to make that um gap and make that trial a reality well, it, it it's beside the point now because your PR is is well faster than that. But yeah. uh, you might you might have had like a sixty four thirty without the fall. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that I guess sparked you know the your career to continue, to continue running, correct. and I, you obviously ended up back in Flagstaff. Um, I wanted to ask okay. in the in the first case when you came out to Flagstaff, what why did you choose Flagstaff? So after I qualified for the trials, I. being a professional and uh, going after the, these like times and marks um, so yeah I was here two times before that so um, I decided uh, for my birthday I gave myself like a present to kind of make the move from uh, Houston to Flagstaff and uh, I was extremely lucky to have people like um, uh, Vince, Sarah Sherry, um, Nick Arsinaga, Carolyn um, the other Nick, my teammate, uh, Hilton. So um, Flagstaff was just a perfect place for me. Um, uh, still now, um, just so many great people and so many like dreamers out here kind of motivate you to get out the door like almost every morning. So it was just an easy decision to come out. Yeah, dream. and you've, so yeah, you've been here several years training, so I mean, the, the move to NAZ Elite was a pretty, I guess, natural one, or easy one, because all the same place, you didn't have to move, <laughs> you correct, still live in the correct. same place, uh, but you, you had, I mean, certainly within the last year, quite a lot of success um, prior to joining NAZ Elite, uh, you, I can't remember Jay's last name, you're... Uh, Bauckham. 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 Yeah, so Jay Bauckham and um, Janet. Janet Bauckham, yeah were were coaching you i guess jointly or uh yeah um, more or less so jay was my coach uh and janet was um you know she's been very successful in this sport uh so she was more of like uh you know um, a mentor like anytime i had uh some questions uh she's always there to give me some advice and yep. pointers and stuff like that so i would call jay like a coach and Janet more of so like an assistant coach right uh, kind of deal but um, yeah uh, those two changed my running career in 2016 I started working with them and kind of uh, took me to the next level 
of running. Yeah, and so definitely CIM uh, 2017 now, yeah. so um, a little more than a year ago, uh, was a big breakout. You were third there. You ran 212, um, and, of course, that was a national championship. Yeah. Uh, and then earlier in, in 2017, or maybe it was after CIM. You had another race, and I can't. I can't uh, think of it now. So it was the US 20K that I US 20K. Third, yeah, that's right. Where you were third. Okay, yeah. that's right. Um, yeah, which equally was yeah uh, n notable, and kind of people were like, "Oh, who who's this guy?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's funny. Like um, after like once I started working with Jay and Janet, 2016, I was able to kind of you know um, make a huge jump to where I was. Um, competitive uh with the front guys so um at the u.s uh, row championships i was able to place high um and um yeah then cim obviously uh got third uh overall then 20k i got third again uh so hopefully on the next one uh, i would get a little bit higher <laughs> spot uh if not i'm happy with the third yeah maybe, uh, maybe fobble's the the second place guy on the team and you're you're the third like there you he's go. He's always getting second. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so hopefully I'll make that jump. Uh, but I don't know. It's was, it was fun. I'm having a great time just competing with everyone, and uh, uh, I think the U.S. distance scene has improved, and it's very competitive on yeah. almost every race you go. <clears> so yeah, it's like everyone is pushing each one, uh, everyone, and yeah. Yeah. So kind of to put it into perspective, um, I mean, some of your obviously you've. You, have some awesome accomplishments and some of your teammates as well uh the guys you're running with now um yeah. when you look back to like you know your junior year of college where your 5k pr is what you were splitting for the whole marathon at cim yeah. right yeah. and or you look back to two years ago when you were here in flagstaff but hadn't really done much yeah. you know no one really knew you and now you look at where you are now um the the prs you've set the people you're running with, the team you're on, yeah. what, what does it, did you ever, I, I guess the answer must be yes, but did you ever envision like being where you are now, you know, back then? Like did, did is reality sort of matching what you had, you had hoped? Um, yes. Uh, one thing I learned from uh, Jay and Janet, like um, every season you need to be able to kind of um, get to the next level. You don't want to be like, you know, stuck in the same level of like um fitness or just just in general and just um in life as well so um yeah the answer is yes <laughs> uh yes uh but you know um i work feel like i work hard yeah. um i hate getting outworked with other uh, with other like my competitors so um i make sure i do all the little stuff um uh, so yeah, I have bigger goals each year. I have you know um, short-term goals and big-term goals, and uh, I'm always you know checking those, and hopefully I get to that promised land uh, one of these days. Yeah. So let's talk a little more about that. Um, you yeah, more the present and the future. You just finished the Rock and Roll Arizona half. Yep. Um, second, uh, finished second place in 105. 105 42 42 yeah. yeah and i know you were kind of treating that as a workout and um yeah. feel like maybe you're not quite where you, you want to be in terms of racing shape but yeah. uh i think that probably was an early season result that you see is is positive to start the year yeah um i mean um that race was more so of like um, a workout effort more so than uh, a race effort um 
um, I was able to, I had great workouts leading up to that, uh, to this past weekend. So um, I kind of, my legs were kind of felt heavy, just didn't feel right uh, when we started the race, but I was able to kind of uh, rally back uh, the second half of the race and able to finish uh, second. I was fourth for most of the race, um, got dropped at 10K, but um, like for example, a year ago, if that happened, I usually throw in the white flag and just kind of, you know, uh, end it there. And uh, but I feel like this year I learned a lot from last season. Sure. And uh, I was able to kind of like, um, you know, fight off those negative thoughts and kind of like, you know, take a deep breath and kind of just uh, went after it and had a great last 5K and was able to catch those two other guys um, and was able to finish strong so that's something I haven't been doing in the previous years so having that you know um, making that jump to be able to kind of close hard and just know that I'm you know strong enough as everybody just have to you know uh, make that decision and just go for it and uh, yeah I, f I feel like there's a very positive thing um, I feel like every race is like I learned something new and uh, this was a great way and uh, I have a big one coming up in a week and a half so yeah so it's going to be the US uh, cross country champ so the US cross country champ. You're t let's see your Fable is running right um, yep Fable Sid Sid and uh, Smith Scott Smith and Scott Smith yeah. yeah so it'll be the four of you the four of us uh, it will be my debut uh, with the team uh, I'm super excited um, I love cross country and uh, I feel like we put in a good enough uh, block to go out there and uh, showcase what we got. And in terms of, it, it will, uh, yeah, in terms of this particular race, the cross country champs, you said you like cross country. Yeah. Do you, so, I mean, you're, you've got to race your, your teammates, obviously, yeah. but then there's a bun bunch of other people. Bunch so other people, there's, yeah. there's plenty of people uh, that are going to be tough to beat. Do you feel more confident in a race like that against your teammates or who the rest of the field than maybe a road you know half marathon or marathon at this point or do you just like cross country like you just like that style of racing it's not that you're necessarily feel like you're better at it or anything yeah um so two years ago i um, raced the same course um but different race it was the club cross um and um yeah, I didn't have a, uh, um, I had a team, but like they were in much different um, fitness level than I was. So I had to like uh, race it solo. But um, during that race, I was able to run with uh, Scott Smith for most of the time. Okay. So like having someone that you're very familiar with kind of like help you push through like some bad patch during the race. So I feel like um, this time around having three other guys that you've been working out with and running on a regular basis kind of um, gives you that extra um, motivation and um, help to kind of push through those yeah um, hard uh, patches but um, yeah for, for, for some reason just uh, cross country just I, I don't race enough cross country but I tend to do really well right maybe that. yeah and before, I also want to look a little bit further ahead. Before we do, yeah. uh, the whole purpose of this podcast, you're new to the team. Uh, we've touched on it a little bit, um, but uh, Tass 
just more specifically. Uh, how did you end up choosing NAZ Elite? I, I should preface it by saying you've been in Flagstaff, you've run with these guys, I mean, yeah. you've hopped in workouts with these guys for a couple of years now, um, so there, there's that aspect of it. But yeah, what what in particular uh, led you to make the, the jump this year to the team? Um, I think number one is um, Ben Rosario. I've been a big fan of him since 2012, I believe. Um, um, and um, I love how he kind of cares about his athletes. Uh, I've done a couple workouts with these guys and been able to kind of uh, go through everything they do um, um, and that particular day and was able to see the interaction between him and the athletes and uh, how he's passionate about the running mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that. And I felt like I needed someone on my side that have that type of uh, passion and care for their athletes and for the sport. Uh, so it was just a, a very easy decision sure. and um, it was a very easy transition as well. Most of the stuff I've been doing before joining, uh, they do the same thing. So it was, it was, a, it was a, yeah, easy transition and I've been a good friends with some of the teammates. So yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, it was just a obvious choice. <laughs> obvious choice. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah, I think yeah. around flag the, the it was always kind of like a question like, Hey, what? He is pretty good. Why isn't he on? Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's always the question. But um, um, timing wasn't right. Yeah. Um, um, actually, been uh, reached out to me at 2017 um, after the U.S. Half Championship to see if I was interested. Uh, but at the time, I was with Jay and Janet and was um, doing well, so I wasn't, uh, you know, ready to jump ships uh, at the time. But um, this year, everything just worked out perfectly and. Um, yeah and uh last thing on that before looking forward how important do you think it is that um that team environment again you've touched on it but having people to work out with you know for all your workouts and having i mean to some degree a support system um yeah. that's a little more formal than yeah kind of you with with your your coaches but you're really the only athlete there's not really a team environment correct yeah um i wanted this um uh, profession to be like a, just my, the whole setting to be a more of a professional uh settings uh before that i was um joining almost everyone who was in town just asking around what uh each one what they have for workout in particular weeks so i can kind of adjust my workouts so i'll be able to have someone to push me uh doing workouts and stuff like that um but uh, now my teammates they've been uh, very consistent on the roads so that's something I was uh, lacking in my season last year mm -hmm. so I felt like um, Fable has been extremely good on the roads and very consistent yep. so um, I felt like um, joining him and the other teammates we can work together and kind of accomplish even bigger goals than yep. what I had or he has or other my other teammates have so yeah I feel like working together will can accomplish bigger goals than what we have set on before. So sure. I'm happy. And, uh, regarding your teammates, I, I learned here recently that, um, one of your teammates, Sid has a, a knack for, uh, throwing up here and there. If, uh, if the workouts get yeah, tough yeah, enough, yeah. are you, uh, are you in that camp at all? Or have you, are you able to, to hold it in when luckily when I've been, I've been able to fake it 
<laughs> this whole time. So it's been it's been great. Um, but yeah, I'm sure he's getting better, better fitness now. So hopefully uh, he can hold it. But yeah, he's 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 actually been beating me in workouts. So well, I was impressed. Not, he, he said he he jumped right back into the workout after. Yeah, you know, yeah. Most recently. Yeah, usually if I throw up, that's end of the day. But yeah, it's just uh, the way uh, he is. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's a grinder. Yeah, I, I hope like. you guys gave him a hard time for it though. At the very least. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know. What goes around comes around, so <laughs> just true. gotta stay away from that, you know, offer him some electrolyte or water and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just to wash off that bat. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Um yeah, so we'll see you at the US champs here um real soon. And then uh obvi- I think the goal for a lot of the guys on the team long longer term is Atlanta yeah. uh twenty twenty. Um so do you have any concrete plans yet or I guess an outline of, of what you're looking at? Um, the remainder of the year going into the fall and looking towards uh, Atlanta? Um, I'm going to do some of the U.S. World Championship uh, races, uh, get better and more um, uh, tactical races. So, you know, if 2020 Atlanta happens to be, you know, a little bit more technical, uh, tactical race. Right. I kind of have that uh, experience and kind of, you know, be able to deal with that type of stuff. So, yeah, I'll be getting on the roads um more this yep. season and uh yeah it's, i'm excited yeah. Uh, yeah 2020 is coming up so good well following uh before or after one of those road results this year i'm sure we'll have you back on the podcast so yes look forward yes, to talking yes, to you yes. then that's one of my goals to <laughs> be on this one yeah more frequently yeah good good well yeah thanks for sitting down good to get to know you here and uh thank you very much talk to you later this year for having me yeah you bet. This was fun. It was fun. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. See you guys soon. See you guys soon. Alright. Do it again. <laughs>